Greetings, gamers. I'm Bedroth. And I'm ShooterPow. And you're listening to episode 4-8 of Very Good Music. A BGM podcast. is so good. <laughs> yeah. uh, so, hello everybody, and welcome back. You just heard Tara's theme, or as it is known in Japan, Tina's theme. This is also sort of an opening credit screen, and I believe it's also the early um, world map music in Final Fantasy VI, which was first called Final Fantasy III in America. And who was this composed by, Shukapau? Hmm, I'm not sure. Might have been Nobuo Uematsu, though. It was Nobuo Uematsu. And you know what else Nobuo Uematsu composed? Uh, the rest of Final Fantasy music. Well, not all of it. Yeah, but, like, all the early stuff. Yes. Nobuo Uematsu was the composer, sole composer, for Final Fantasies 1 through 9. He was also the lead composer for Final Fantasy 10 and 11, and... Moving forward, from 12 on, he uh, just did bits and pieces. I could dig a little more into those, but I would rather talk a little bit more about Uematsu as a person, since he is the composer that we're focusing on tonight. Yeah. Shukapau, what do you know about Nobuo Uematsu? Final Fantasy. And? Japan. And Fantasy Life. And Fantasy Life, yeah. <laughs> and that's about the extent of your knowledge. Um, why is he such a big deal? Because he's a really good composer. What are some of your favorite songs by Uematsu? Um, the entire Final Fantasy IV soundtrack. <laughs> there's Most one of the from, Fantasy Life soundtrack. Yeah, there's one from Final Fantasy V that you recently discovered. Ah, uh, Clash on the Big Bridge. Yeah. Yes, the Clash on the Big Bridge, and, or the battle against Gilgamesh. Um, anything he did for Chrono Trigger, including uh, Tyrant Castle. Yep, he was also involved in Chrono Trigger, that's right. He was actually... Because Yasunori Matsuda literally could not finish the entire score by himself. Yep, he worked himself sick. Yep. So, he was actually kind of a mentor to Matsuda. Uh, Matsuda mentioned, we talked about this in the Matsuda episode, that they would go out drinking after work and stuff. And so, I really kind of like the idea of them working together and Matsuda picking things up from Uematsu. Uh, they worked together again on Front Mission Gun Hazard. And then later reunited with a few other people on Terra Battle, which was a game produced by Hironobu Sakaguchi, who uh, Uematsu had worked with at Square earlier, and who was one of the first um, primary composer or producers for the Final Fantasy series, actually created the franchise. So they go way back. And Uematsu has done a lot of other stuff. He is really a titan in the industry largely because of his work on Final Fantasy. Although, really, looking at his discography, Final Fantasy takes up less than a third of his total his total work. Wow. He, he's done a lot of other stuff. Uh, 
Blue Dragon is another one. He actually composed the main theme for the anime in addition to the, uh, to the game itself. He was one of the first composers who saw his work uh, translated into um, actual, like, orchestra. Um, I believe that was partially with the help of the lately departed Koichi Sugiyama of Dragon Quest fame, because he was... A, he, he really pushed early on for that kind of thing to happen. Um, Uematsu also has formed a couple of bands over the years. Uh, one of those is the Black Mages, which was yeah. formed in 2003. And it was the, it's an instrumental rock band uh, formed with uh, some other composers and um, uh, employees from Enix. And then later, after the Black Mages broke up, he formed Earthbound Papas uh, in 2010. And it had a couple of, of the same composers, a couple of other people from Square. But uh, say, safe to say, he, he really loves performing live. He loves his music. And you know what? We love it too. <laughs> yeah. Right? So this is going to be a little bit of a different type of episode than what we have had so far this season, because we're focusing specifically on a very particular niche of Uematsu's work. Uh, we mentioned this last week on the bonus episode, but Shukapal, what are we going to be talking about today? Very good uh, character themes. Yes, that is right. And... Uh, I thought I've thought for a while that it would be it would be interesting to to focus on specifically on some character themes from Final Fantasy. Uh, there are a lot um, in some games more than others because some games like Final Fantasy IV, which was Final Fantasy II in the states, was the first game to really have a lot of like distinct characters, and so you're not going to hear anything from earlier than that. Final Fantasy V was not as character-driven. It was more about the gameplay and, like, the jobs, I believe. But then, moving forward, the stories became largely a lot more character-driven, starting with the famous Final Fantasy VI and continuing into, arguably, the even more famous Final Fantasy VII. And um, so you're going to be hearing quite a bit from the later games tonight. And I have one little sort of mini block of songs in the middle that I haven't told Shukapau about yet that I'm, I'm pretty excited about too. So, um, but the first theme that you heard, as I mentioned, was Tara's theme or Tina's theme. This is a classic. It's, it's, it's famous among Final Fantasy music fans. And Tara is an interesting character. Final Fantasy VI is an interesting game. We'll talk a little more about this later on, but there's not really like supposed to be a quote unquote main character in Final Fantasy VI. But Terra kind of gets top billing because she's the first playable character that, that you've come across. And also possibly because this team is just really awesome. But Final Fantasy VI is also the only Final Fantasy game I've played for more than an hour. So if you don't count Mystic Quest, <laughs> which we didn't for this episode, because why do you think we didn't include Mystic Quest? Because mm, it's not. Because it didn't have Church or. or... Maybe because it wasn't composed by Uematsu? Bingo! Very good. Yeah. All right. So, yes, everything you will hear tonight was composed by Uematsu, including our next track, which Shukapau picked. We are going to go back and forth. We're not going to go chronological order this time. Instead, I kind of paired my tracks with what I thought uh, would go well with Shukapau's tracks. So, um, not going to dig too deep into Uematsu, unlike some of the other um, folks that we've talked about. 
there's a lot out there. If you want to know about Uematsu, you can look it up. You can listen to another podcast. We urge you to listen to more of, of his stuff because there's a reason that he is such a big deal. But why don't we go ahead and get into the music, Shukapau. What is our first track going to be? We'll talk about, we mention the track, we'll play it, then when we come back, we'll talk about the characters. First up, we have Red Wings, or Cecil's theme, from Final Fantasy IV. Red Wings, or Cecil's theme, from Final Fantasy IV, released in some year for some system <laughs> that I think was the NES, SNES. It was the SNES, 1991, and uh, developed and published by... Hmm... Mm, Rareware? <laughs> uh, Square no. Enix. Nope. Just Square. Square. They yeah. didn't merge with Enix until 2000. Yeah. So, <laughs> but yes, mm. uh, actually, it first came out in '91 for the Super Famicom as Final Fantasy II, and then it was released in the States as Final Fantasy IV for the SNES Final later Fantasy. on. It was released as Final Fantasy II, right? Yes, I got that backwards. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Wow. We're really starting out strong tonight. You I know can tell more I did about a... Final Fantasy than you. Haha. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can tell I did a little bit about research for the episode. So, tell us about Final Fantasy IV because you actually played through like 95% of this game. Yeah. Um, so, the Red Wings are a group of like 
these these pilots in big flying ships because apparently they had like apparently back then they had ships that could do that. Yeah. Brenna Floss. That's a line from Brenna yeah. Floss Final Fantasy. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Um so uh the the Red Wings are sort of like the army of this kingdom called I think it was Baron. Yeah, so Baron is the sort of like home city place of Cecil and yeah, it's got this army with flying ships and these cool inventors that can make flying ships. No one else has flying ships, so they just use them to do whatever they want. Gotcha. And I also heard this referenced as the theme of Cecil's son. Maybe, maybe that's in, like, there was a follow-up, like a Final Fantasy yeah, 4. Yeah, was like a Final Fantasy 4 interlude. Gotcha, okay. Gotcha. Maybe that's in the, other, in the other one, but... You know what's interesting about this? Um, this music sounds familiar. <laughs> uh, this sounds like something that might have been composed by John Williams for another certain army with of people that had flying ships a long time ago. In the galaxy far, far away. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the X Wings and Luke was Red Leader for the X Wings, leader of Red Group, and. There also there were two pilots that were, and their names were Wedge and Tilly's, and Biggs Darklighter. Do the names Wedge and Biggs mean anything to you? Big the cat. I saw somewhere that there are there's a Wedge and a Biggs in this game. Hmm. <laughs> they must so be, Final Fantasy IV is just a big Star Wars reference. They must be minor characters. Well, uh, it's. I'm pretty sure that Sakaguchi and Uematsu both were influenced by Star Wars. I remember, Wars. I remember playing Final Fantasy IV like during, like while recording the show on time. Yep. <laughs> nostalgia. Nostalgia. Meta nostalgia. Well, this was really good. That was a nice, um, sort of majestic, I guess, theme um, or heroic theme to bring us in. And you know what? The next one, uh, the one that I have for us, is is pretty similar. Um, this is actually for a pair of characters. Instead of father and son, though, these two are brothers. We are going to be listening to, from Final Fantasy VI, the theme of Edgar and Sabin. And just kind of a... Uh, what do you call it? Disclaimer, um, if anybody who is listening pronounces these characters uh, differently in your mind, um, please don't take what we're saying as the definitive versions. Trust us, we're not Final Fantasy experts. Uh, Shukapau has almost finished 4. I've almost finished Mystic Quest, and that's really I about like it. I barely started Final Fantasy 7. Yeah, and I've barely started Final Fantasy 9. And that's really kind of... I've also... I've gotten about an hour, two or three hours into six, maybe. That's it. So, yeah, we're not claiming to be experts at all. In fact, we imagine y'all might have a lot more to say about these tracks and about these characters. So, if so, please do. Uh, please let us know. And let us know how you pronounce them. But once again, uh, this is the theme of Edgar and Sabin from Final Fantasy VI.
That was the theme of Edgar and Sabin from Final Fantasy VI, which was also published and developed by Square, also composed by Nobuo Uematsu, also released for the Super Famicom, or Super Nintendo, uh, this time in 1994. This was first released in the United States as Final Fantasy III, because we had skipped um, Final Fantasy II and Final Fantasy V. Um, so Final Fantasy... Yeah, we, we had skipped two and three and five. So Final Fantasy IV was actually our Final Fantasy II, and Final Fantasy VI was our Final Fantasy III. And we didn't get to play the other ones until way later. But um, I remember enjoying the beginning of this game. It, usually when people who have played them talk about their favorite Final Fantasy games, it is between this one and seven that uh, they kind of jostle for the most, most popular, at least of the early era, um, like pre-2000s era. But I don't remember the story super well. I know that early on, Terra is found by a sort of mercenary type guy named Locke, and is brought to the kingdom of Figaro, which basically is just like this castle out in the desert. Well, um, come to find out, the ruler of this castle, or of this kingdom, whose name is Edgar, is actually a super talented engineer, and built... Um, builds like machines and inventions and stuff in his spare time and you find this out when the big bad of the game Kefka comes to try to track down Terra for reasons and the castle takes off into the sky <laughs> uh, later on um, Edgar and Terra and Locke are traveling and they run into Edgar's brother Sabin who is a very talented martial artist trained by a master in the kingdom I believe it is Sabin who is able to learn suplex and who actually su can suplex a train yes can suplex a train <laughs> so um, Edgar and Sabin but this is also the theme that plays in Figaro but it's uh, it's associated with with Edgar as a character. Shukapau, what did you think of this theme? Uh, it's very it's a very good music. I liked it a lot. Um, if you had to, I guess, what are some words you would use to describe this? Um, triumphant. Ooh, it's good. Do you think it's good? It's fitting for like a prince. Yeah. Sounds kind of regal, kind of royal. But all right, so do you think that it was a nice pairing for your uh, your Red Wings theme? Yeah, yeah, definitely. They both kind of got that that heroic sort of sound to them. All right, very cool, very cool. Well, what do you have next for us? Next up, I have another track from Final Fantasy Two Slash Four, and it is theme of love or. Rosa's theme. Thank you. 
that was Theme of Love from Final Fantasy IV. And you also called this Rosa's theme. Mm-hmm. So who is Rosa? Is, Rosa. She, is she the Princess Leia of our Final Fantasy Star Wars adventure? <laughs> yeah, sort of. Okay. Tell me about Rosa. Um, so Rosa's a white mage. Basically just like the... Team's only lady. Throws like well, a girl and punches like a baby. I mean, not really. So the guys in the party tend to take her for granted. Is this enchanted me? It's a shade that's enchanted. <laughs> uh, if you can print the floss, I can too. Alright, go ahead. Sorry. Um... <laughs> So, yeah, basically she's just like, I guess she's just a female character and that's it. Oh, she's the love interest? Yeah. Is she like, is she a healer? Uh, yes, she's a white mage. Okay, that's what they do. Gotcha. Yeah. So, so did do. you did you have her in your party a lot? Uh, yeah. Okay. Pretty much throughout the entire game. Cool, cool. So, she is Cecil's sort of love interest? Yeah. Okay. Cool. So the theme of love is like their love theme as well. Yeah. You know what? I don't even care that we've already played this oh, theme. Oh yeah, we already played that. This year. Not this season, but this year. We played it on our Valentine's episode because I picked, and yes, I said times on purpose. Don't at me. Uh, actually, you can at me all you want. I need more ats. But uh, we played this on our Valentine's episode because I was picking songs that had like love and kiss and hug and stuff like that in the title. And so I was like, hey, theme of love, Final Fantasy. But this is also a super popular theme along with Terra's theme, one of the most popular ones we're going to be playing today. And uh, for good reason. It's very, very pretty. I like it a lot. Is there a particular reason you chose this? Since you said you like the whole Final Fantasy IV soundtrack, what do you think it is about this one that makes it special? Um... It's just cool, I guess. Did you play it because you know it's popular? It is? Yeah. You didn't know that? No. Yep. In fact, I actually just got done saying like a minute ago that it's probably one of the most popular ones we're going to play tonight. (laughs) Oh. Yeah. You should listen to me so we can have conversations. Maybe. Yep. Yep. But, so, do you have, like, a favorite uh, Rosa moment from Final Fantasy IV? Not really. She doesn't do much, huh? Yeah. That's sad. Terra does a whole lot in Final Fantasy VI. She's definitely not just, like, the maiden or the damsel in that one, so. But, you know what? There is another game that has sort of a love interest thing going on. We're going to jump ahead a little bit to Final Fantasy VIII, which is one I've always kind of wanted to look into and that I've actually never played before. Uh, haven't bought it yet. This one is kind of divisive for some reason. I, I don't really know why, but i have to look into it. There is one song I know that you know from Final Fantasy VIII. Liberi Fatali. It's kind of like the One Winged Angel of Final Fantasy VIII. It's the except it's it's the opening theme and not the. Um, I'll have to play it for you over the break and, and we'll you'll, you'll remember it. But Final Fantasy VIII is also known for another song that is not anything like One Winged Angel. It's a love song and it's a vocal love song. It has like actual 
music in it. And it's performed by the character that this theme is named after. This is actually the instrumental version of Eyes on Me, which is the sort of vocal love song for Final Fantasy VIII. It's a really, really good song. I like it a lot. It's cheesy as heck, but I still like it. This is the instrumental version, though, and it is named for Julia, who, as far as I know, is the sort of love interest and main female character in the game. So once again, from Final Fantasy VIII, this is Julia's theme. bit shorter theme, um, but <laughs> you appear to have enjoyed it because you're humming it a little bit. Uh, what did you think of that? I liked it a lot. It was it was good. Yeah, I like those slow sort of piano songs. Th- this has kind of a jazzy feel to it. Um, this, once again, is from Final Fantasy VIII. This is Julia's theme, and I did a little bit of looking while we were uh, on break, and uh, first of all, Final Fantasy VIII was released in 1999 for the PlayStation. It was developed and published by Square, one of the last Final Fantasy games that was just Square, and um, it was also... it was. Final Fantasy VIII in both the States and Japan at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> so, which actually started back again with Final Fantasy VII. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so Julia is not a main character. She's not even a playable character. And she is not the um, love interest of Squall Leonhardt, who is the, um, the like, main sort of protagonist of the game. Uh, Julia is actually... Uh, the love interest of a, a temporarily playable character named Laguna, um, and I don't know anything else outside of this, except uh, she's apparently something like a lounge singer. She does sing Eyes on Me, which is a song dedicated to Laguna, and once again, this is the instrumental version of that song, and I like that song a lot, and that's why I picked this. So. Not a whole lot else to say about it. I really like it. It's very, very pretty piano. This is the kind of song I would just like to have in the background, like while I'm dancing with your mom or something like that. Uh, it's just really, really pretty, and I like it. Well, I mean, not my mom. That's <laughs> your, your grandma. Mom. You're funny. You're so. You're such a sixteen. I'm, I'm so incredibly funny. It's just. It's not even funny. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. <clears throat> One thing that is cool about Final Fantasy VIII, it's got 
sword that's also a gun. <laughs> <laughs> that one. Oh yeah, oh. it's got gun swords. They look ridiculous and awesome at the same time. It's it's also very emo. Like Squall just looks emo, and I don't know. It's they were still trying to find, I guess. I guess Final Fantasy always kind of jumped around sort Final of thematically. It's, yeah, it's kind of weird, but... Apparently Final Fantasy IX is really good, but underrated. I think it, yeah, I think that sort of kind of sums it up. I would say it's probably not quite on the level of 6 and 7, but for a lot of people it's their second favorite Final Fantasy. There are some people for whom it's their favorite, and it's got some, it's got some really cool stuff. But next, you're going to actually jump ahead a little bit. We do have one more Final Fantasy IV character theme, but I'm saving that one. So we're going to jump ahead to your first character theme from Final Fantasy VII. Yes. And uh, we're not going to play Tiffa's theme tonight. I'm very sorry. We might play it as we talk about another character's theme later on. Uh, just it did not end up on the list. Um, another one I almost played was Red Thirteens, and I also almost played Yuffie's theme. I like all three of those. Um... I really liked Vincent as a character back in the day, even though I never played the game, but I think I was going through kind of an edgelord phase, because this was around the same time that Vegeta was my favorite character <laughs> in Dragon Ball Z, and Knuckles Vegeta. was my favorite character in Sonic, because this was pretty shadow. Um, but, yeah, anyway. It's before Gun. Yeah. Speaking of Gun, this character has a gun for an arm. Barrett. Yep. Yeah. So we're going to be playing Mega Man's, I mean, Barrett's team <laughs> from Final Fantasy VII. theme from Final Fantasy 7. Yes, the first of, I believe, three songs we're playing from Final Fantasy 7 tonight. That is some very good music. Yes, it is. I also have three songs from Final Fantasy 4. 
Uh, one because it's the one that you've almost finished, and one because it's the most famous Final Fantasy game. So. <laughs> uh, Final Fantasy VII was released in 1997, and it was developed by Square, published by Square, and this was released on the PlayStation. This was a kind of direct competitor to another 1997 classic, both of whom were, they fought it out for Game of the Year, and both of whom, in a lot of people's minds, fought it out for, like, best game of all time. The other game I'm speaking of is Ocarina of Time. So, yeah. Uh, Interestingly, PlayStation and N64, unless we're talking about Redbook Audio on the PlayStation, a lot of people are not really big fans of these particular instrument samples. Um, that, uh, <laughs> that main instrument in this song does kind of sound like if you could musicify a semi-horn. <laughs> but it's good. These actually kind of remind me of those first two songs we played, the Red Wing theme and the Edgar and Sabin theme. Uh, what was it about Barrett's theme that stuck out to you? Because I know this one's not nostalgia. Um, I mean, Barrett as a character is like, he's cool. That's like his whole thing. He is cool. He's the cool guy. For anybody who doesn't know, Barrett is this huge black guy. I was going to say African American, but they don't live in America. He's this huge black dude. <laughs> or Africa. Um, who, yeah, he's also not of African descent. But yeah, he's a huge black guy, and he has this Gatling gun for an arm. And he's the kind of guy, he like wears sunglasses at night. If this were animated, well, I guess it was animated, but he would be voiced <laughs> by Mr. T. Um, and he just, he he's so awesome. Like, Barrett's the best. <laughs> Um, he's also a really good, like, dad, apparently, to this little girl in the game, um, which is just really cool that this big, like, gruff dude has this, like, soft heart for this little girl. Yeah, he just, he seems really cool. A lot of characters in this game are really cool. It's one of the reasons that it's so famous, but, uh, was there something about the music itself that, uh, sticks out? Um, I like the percussion a lot. Mm-hmm. Yep. I like that, percussion. That driving beat. Do you think that the song is as cool as the character? <laughs> yeah. 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 Fits. You can just kind of see him like swaggering up. But it's not like, it's not a scary song. It's just, it's very confident, which I yeah. think also kind of, that's that's Barrett to a T. To a double T, because his name is Barrett. <laughs> Barrett. But, yeah, yeah, so Final Fantasy VII. Really big deal. Lots of lots of cool stuff. One winged angel, and cloud, and Bahamut, and all that. Yeah, it's cool. There's another really great theme in Final Fantasy VII. That's actually one of my favorite Final Fantasy themes ever. And we're gonna get to that in just a minute because it is time for our little mini block of yeah. songs. This is going to be three different songs. One from Final Fantasy IV one from Final Fantasy VII, and one from Final Fantasy IX. One of two Final Fantasy IX songs that will be on our list. Nope, the only Final Fantasy IX song that's going to be on the list. Never mind, sorry. Uh, but all of these songs have one thing in common. Besides being character themes. <laughs> Shukapau, what do you think that might be? Hmm, being composed by Nobuo Uematsu. <laughs> yes. There is a name 
that is consistent across lots of different Final Fantasies. There you go. Yeah. So the first track you're about to hear is from Final Fantasy IV. Quick it is called link. Hey keeps, Sid. It just keeps being reincarnated. <laughs> and then from Final Fantasy VII and Final Fantasy IX, in both of those games, this is called Sid's Theme. So you're about to hear the theme of Sid from four, and then seven, and then nine.
Alright, those were the themes of Sid Palandina from Final Fantasy IV, Sid Highwind from Final Fantasy VII, and Sid Fabul the Ninth from Final Fantasy IX. And Chukapau, what did you think of those songs? They were all very good music. They were. Which is why we're playing them on the show. <laughs> did you notice any similarities across them? Um, trumpet. Yeah, there was some trumpet. Do you think that they could all be good flying songs? Yep, because cause they are, right? Yeah, typically they are. That is one of the things that uh, um, I was going to ask you, because that's one of the things that Sid is known for, I think, is uh, being associated with airships. Yes. Because apparently back then they had ships that could do that. (laughs) Tell me about Sid Palandina from Final Fantasy IV. Um, He's he's this guy who invents airships, and he, he lived in Baron and made airships for the Red Wings. Okay. Then one time they go to hell and he's there also, and he gives them oh. an airship to fly out. Of hell? Yeah. That's I think he joins the party at one point. Okay. I think that's why he's in hell with them. Okay. Gotcha. Interesting. <laughs> that's very JRPG. <laughs> Is, uh, do you like the character in that game? Yep. He's pretty cool. That theme was, was really fun. It was the shortest one of the ones we played, but... Um, Definitely, definitely kind of a soaring theme there, and the trumpet was nice. Sid Highwind's theme from Final Fantasy VII is my favorite Final Fantasy VII theme. I love it a lot. It's got sort of a, it's got a sadness to it, but also like it's almost a regal sadness, which is interesting because the Sid from Final Fantasy VII is not regal at all. He's like this old ornery inventor dude he had this failed dream of wanting to build a rocket to go to space and instead he he has to settle for this airship that he built um he is a playable character um he he cusses he drinks he smokes like he's not a good role model type of guy (laughs) but they recognize that he's got this sort of like world weary wisdom to him there's a part of the game when Cloud and Tifa are like missing and he is voted to be the temporary party leader so he's a cool guy fights with a spear and um, this theme is like really really fitting for him Um, I like it a lot yeah I don't know anything about Sid Fabul from Final Fantasy 9 I did some looking he's apparently the regent of the kingdom of Fabul um, which means he's like watching it for the king, but he's not the king. I know what really like, means. I watched Dragon um, Prince Dad oh, and Lord of the Rings. Mm-hmm. Um, he um, or the, he's like the steward of the throne, which I guess Lord of the Rings then is the steward of Gondor. But anyway, he like inherited the regency from his father, um, who conveniently is named Sid Fabul the Eighth. But I thought that theme was was really cool. It was a little bit more lordly, a little more regal than the other ones, but. In this game, he still is an inventor of airships, so he provides you with, with the airship that you use afterward. But yeah, those are our three Sid themes. If there are other Sid themes out there from other games that you would like us to play at some point, then let us know. But these three, I thought, were pretty cool. And now, we are about to get down to our last pair of tracks. Yes, I did throw kind of an extra one in there, but Chukapau's Sid song was pretty short, so it doesn't really matter. Um, Chukapau, the last song that you brought is also from Final Fantasy VII. Mm-hmm. And whose theme is this? Mm, spoiler! 
It's spoilers theme. Spoilers okay, theme. There will be a spoiler after this theme plays for Separate anybody who doesn't know. Um, Yay. A 24-year-old spoiler. <laughs> 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 Whose theme are we going to be playing, Shupa? Aerith or Aeris. It's not Aeris, it's Aerith. <laughs> All right. Exactly. We're going to play Aerith's, which is hard to say, Aerith's theme from Final Fantasy Seven. was Aerith's theme from Final Fantasy 7. Alright, so Aerith is Cloud's love interest in this game. Um, possibly one of two, although she is the more clear one. What do you know about Aerith, and why do you? Why did you pick her theme? I know that Aerith is kind of like this girl who lives in Midgar. Like the sector, like what five area? I don't know. I think five. <laughs> okay, and so she she's an ally of Tifa and Barrett, and so when Cloud joins them, she becomes his ally. She's a playable character. She mm-hmm. can fight. She's apparently immune to Phoenix Downs. 
What? I mean, that's the only explanation I can think of. Sephiroth kills her, and she doesn't come back. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, in a really dramatic scene, like... Not to say that things like Final Fantasy VI and IV were devoid of drama, because they certainly weren't, but this was like... Like, he just, like, comes down from the ceiling and stabs her through the stomach with that super long sword. And it's horrible. She, like, dies in Cloud's arms, and they can't bring her back. I mean, if she, like, falls in battle before then, yeah, you can give her a phoenix down and she'll come back to life. But apparently, if you die in a cutscene, you, you die for real. In real life? Yeah. If you die, if you in, die a in a cutscene, you, you die, die in real life. life. <laughs> but this theme is very nice. Um, what do you like about this music? Um, I like how sort of, you know, calm and somber it is, because Aerith sort of strikes me as sort of a pretty calm, but also pretty, like... There's a lightness to Aerith. Yeah. Um, she's a very positive force, I think. And this has kind of a homey, almost, like, nostalgic feel to it. And Aerith is just... She's special. Aerith is a special girl. Good choice. And I made myself a liar earlier because I actually told you, Kapow, that since this episode has not been running very long, we can go ahead and add in a couple of other tracks. Which <laughs> there's a track that uh, that uh, Shoot likes that we're gonna we're gonna play. And you know what? We are gonna play Tiffa's theme because it just didn't feel right. <laughs> like Tiffa's theme is one of the most beloved themes in Final Fantasy. So, what better theme to pair with than Aerith's theme? Next, we're going to listen to the theme of Cloud's other potential love interest, the other leading lady of Final Fantasy VII, Tifa.
back. That was Tifa's theme from Final Fantasy VII. Yes, it was. That is correct. Yeah. That's very nice. Very nice. You know, Tifa's kind of a rough-and-tumble brawler type of girl. This is not the sweet, sad song that I would have expected. Although, um, I don't know, I think there is some sweetness and sadness to Tifa's character. I really should play this game. We have the remake. We have the original. I don't know why I haven't, but... Uh, which one do you like better between this one and Aerith's theme? Um, I guess Aerith's theme, because it's such a classic. And I guess you picked Aerith's theme. I think this one is a classic, and I picked this one, but... Yeah, it, it would have been hard. If you hadn't picked Aerith's theme, I don't know which one I would have picked, because they're both really nice, pretty similar. We have kind of a mixture of the, the heroic themes and also sort of the slower themes, uh, like romance or romantic themes on this list tonight. Um, and... We're going to go back to Final Fantasy IV for your actual last track of the night, since I added another round. And uh, would you say this one is more of a the heroic kind, or more like the like romantic or emotional kind? Uh, sort of the emotional kind. I wouldn't say romantic. Okay. Because that's weird. <laughs> for reasons we'll get into in a second. Okay. Well, whose theme is this from Final Fantasy IV? This is Rydia's theme. Fantasy 4. That was very nice. So, in Final Fantasy 4, Cecil and Golbez go to, like, this village that was sort of burned down by the Red Wings. This is after they go off to, like, do a mission sort of thingy. Okay. And in the village, there's this little seven-year-old girl, and she's a black mage, and her name is Rydia. They travel with her for a while, during that Golbez sort of, like, you know, goes off and does villain things or whatever. <gasps> Betrays his friend. Drama. Intrigue. Anyway, plot twist later. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so she's, like, she's afraid of fire because, you know, her village was burned down and her mom died and all that. Uh, but eventually she, like... That's why this theme is so sad. Yeah. Uh, eventually she overcomes her, you know, Fear. pyrophobia, right? Yes, pyrophobia, very good. And, like, mounts some ice that's blocking paths, so 
yay for story-motivated Deus Ex Machina. Um, That's more just natural character development. Yeah. Eventually she gets eaten by this time fish or something and comes back later and she's an adult. <laughs> <laughs> this game is weird. <laughs> oh, that sentence. Oh, you're so talking about a JRPG. And you just said that with such a straight face. That was that was amazing. Apparently she gets eaten by this time fish or something. And then oh yeah, and she's also a summoner. She can, like, summon things. And some of the summons get really powerful. Some of the summons? Yeah. It's bas that's basically, like, just the, like, official version of aging up a character. Yeah. Ah, uh, then suddenly, time paradox. Oh, they're grown up now. Yeah. <laughs> well, that was pretty cool. That was, that was a nice theme. And that was a good laugh, too. Yeah. Well, my last theme is also for uh, an R character, um, and we're going to jump ahead to Final Fantasy X. This was the... nope, this was still not developed and published by Square Enix, so apparently it was after the Enix merger that Uematsu stopped composing, like, all the stuff for Final Fantasy games. Wow. Um, but, yeah, so this was released for the PlayStation 2 in 2001, uh, and Uematsu was joined on this project by composers uh, Masashi Hamauzu, who is one of the, I believe, the favorite video game music composer of Volt Supreme, a Volt Supreme sent VGM Dream Stream Machine podcast, yeah. and went on to do some compositional work on Final Fantasy XIII, famously, and uh, has some good works to his name, and was also joined by Junya Nakano, who I don't know as much about, but um, I did confirm that this theme was composed by Uematsu. We'll learn a little more about this character when we come back, but from Final Fantasy X, uh, which I've heard some people call Final Fantasy X for stupid reasons, we are going to be listening that's, to... Because that's what it says. I know. We're going to be listening to the theme of Riku.
That was Riku's theme from Final Fantasy X. This is Riku with two Ks, not to be confused with Riku with one K, who is from Kingdom Hearts and is not female. But this was a very, very nice theme. What did you think of it? It was very nice, very good music. <laughs> You've been trotting that one out a lot this time. <laughs> yep. <laughs> it was a little bit hard for me to choose between this and another Final Fantasy X theme that was kind of similar. Um, both of them are really good. Uh, you know what? I'll actually make my Final Fantasy character list like available when this one drops because there's some really good stuff on there. I think the other one that I almost went with was Yuna's theme. Yuna is the main female protagonist of this game and Riku is sort of her like best friend bodyguard type character. Uh, don't know a whole lot about her. Um, I know that she, because uh, this was in the wiki, um, she was voted uh, hottest gaming character of the year when this came out. <laughs> um, wow. She is from the kingdom of... Why is there like a, a poll for who's the hottest video game character of the year? I don't know. I mean, it's not just in video games. Uh, People Magazine has had, like, top 50 sexiest men and women of the year for as long as I can remember. Wow. It's, yeah. <laughs> it probably says a lot about our country. <laughs> but um, she's from the uh, the kingdom or nation or um, geopolitical area of Albad. And uh, she's um, one of three characters who can fight underwater. Um, and this, this is kind of a, a beachy sort of theme with the whole, like, the shaker and the, 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 the strummy instrument and stuff. Uh, she is first encountered aboard a salvage ship, so that makes sense. Um, but, yeah, so she seems like a, like a pretty cool, pretty cool character. Uh, you know, it's interesting. We own Final Fantasy VI, Final Fantasy VII, Final Fantasy VII Remake, Final Fantasy IX... Final Fantasy X and Final Fantasy X 2. We own all of those. Uh, Final Fantasy VI is on the SNES Classic. And then, of um, course, we can always just emulate. Yes, we can four. always just emulate. Uh, well, one, two, all the three, other ones. Four, yeah. <laughs> um, up, up to you know, up to ten. I don't know if we could emulate eight. I don't know if either of our computers are really, really powerful enough for that. Probably, but we. Um, yeah, definitely. There's some good stuff there. I'm not super interested in Final Fantasy as a series, obviously, since I haven't played any of these. I find it kind of hard to get into, like, JRPGs, because they're so long and take so much commitment. But I somehow managed to beat Tales of Symphonia. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And almost beat Final Fantasy IV. Yep. Uh, yeah, it's, it's hard for me, too. I guess... I mean, I recently beat Xenoblade Chronicles, but... That's that's also fairly different. It's not turn-based, and so it has a very different rhythm to it. Uh, Arthur is trying to do all the stuff in Xenoblade Chronicles. It's he has so hard. He's... He, yeah, he just... I'm almost crazy. done, really. Like, except for the epilogue thing, which I'm only partway through. I'm almost done with the main quest. There are just a few things that I have left that I can try, but... I should really pick that up again. It's so good. Uh, I really need to finish Act Razor so I can play Eastward, and then I think I'm going to try out Bug Fables. Um, but we'll we'll see. Anyway, I played a little bit of that Boot Hill Heroes game a while back. It was pretty good. It is pretty good. We have so many games. <sighs> There's so many games, and I need to play a lot of them. 
I want to play a lot of them. I don't need to. I want to. Um, yeah, it's not like I feel a compulsion or like a responsibility to play these games. I just want to do it. But <clears throat> we also have Horizon Zero Dawn, and I can't believe I haven't cracked that open yet. Like, ugh. I finally got a PS4, and I've used it to play, like, a Horizon Chase Turbo demo and watch HBO Max. <laughs> <laughs> and I've barely played anything on it. Uh, I need to do that. But anyway, this has been your Final Fantasy Character Themes by Nobuo Uematsu episode of Very Good Music, a VGM podcast, uh, with 12 main themes, an opening theme from Final Fantasy VI, which is Terra's theme, and our uh, blooper reel is going to be another Final Fantasy IV track. Uh, Param and Palam. And this is a cute little track. Um, tell us a little about these two. Who are Param and Palam? Um, they're these like twins in Final Fantasy IV who live in this other like town that the Red Wings attacked. And so they they go with you to the top of this mountain. I think, and like help you beat yourself up so you can become a paladin instead of a dark knight. By you, I mean Cecil. Oh, I'm just like yeah. Okay. Yeah, they help. They help Cecil beat himself up so he can become a paladin. That's interesting. And then they like uh the party's about to get crushed by these walls at one point and mm -hmm. so they like turn themselves to stone to hold up the walls to keep everyone from dying whoa yeah um black mage and smash flash 2 actually references that moment with um with its dash attack uh like sort of like you know, it, it lunges forward and then, like, turns into stone and then falls over and then, <laughs> like, turns back. Wow. Well, and one of these is a black mage and the other one's a white mage. Yeah. So, cool. Cool stuff. Well, Shukupa, this has been fun. We didn't have as much to say on this episode, but did you enjoy these these musics that we played? You said a lot of them were very they, good music. They were all very good music. Well, that's good, because that's what we promise. <laughs> so, <laughs> and speaking of very good music, we're going to do something very, very different from Final Fantasy next week, because we have another guest joining us, as we have been sort of hyping up. We have Alex, the messenger, messenger, coming on to talk to us about his favorite composer, Mick Gordon, and I cannot yeah. wait. As we record this, we're actually going to be recording with him in two days. Be excited. Yay. So, And he's yeah. picking a whole playlist. He sent it to me, but I haven't listened yet because I want to go in blind. I'm excited to hear what Alex is going to bring to the table. And excited that you are going to be there with me, too. Yay. You've been pretty pumped about this, about the whole Mick Gordon thing, which is crazy because I don't really feel like that's your style of music, but it's very good music. It is. Well, you did like that Jago theme from the last time The Messenger was on, huh? Yeah. That was, um, that was so cool. I mean, Doom music is kind of like, it's like, I don't know, it's it's hard rock and it's like headbanging, but it's also kind of like totally weirdly metal. soothing. Like, metal. you could fall asleep to Doom music. 
Maybe I should get you back in therapy sometimes. <laughs> no, no, I'm not going to judge. Um, who knows? Maybe Alex and Carly uh, file, fall asleep to uh, to do music. Carly is uh, the messenger's fiance, by the way. But um, <clears throat> where was I going to go with that before you distracted me with your nightmarish opinions? Um, <laughs> Doom Music, Mick Gordon, Alex Messenger, uh, Jago Steam. Oh, yeah, it's, um, you know, Shukapau, it is November. It's November 4th as we record this, November 6th as it's going to be dropped. That means we have two months left in the year. That means you have two months left to narrow down your top ten songs for this year for our end-of-year episode. Oh, that's a thing we do. That is a thing we do. And we've done it before, wow. We have done it before. Wow. Except this year we have a full 12 months to pick from instead of just 10 months. So we've been doing this for a while. We have. I know, that's crazy, right? It's been, well, like nine, almost 20 months. It's We have passed our 50th episode. So, wow. Like considerably past our 50th episode at this point. Um, but yeah, well, um, so I'm gonna need to start going back through those episodes so that you're not doing it all the week before. <laughs> I need to start doing the same thing. Well, everyone, it's uh, been a pleasure. Thank you so much for listening to us and uh, for checking out this very good music that we have to share with you. Let us know which songs you liked in this episode and if there are any songs that you feel like we egregiously left out. And um, you can find us all the usual places uh, on Twitter at VGMPod and at ShootKapow. You can find us on Discord. A link is in the show notes. You can find us on YouTube by searching Very Good Music VGM. Uh, and if we get like 15 more subscribers on YouTube, then I'll actually be able to make a custom YouTube URL. So. Tell your friends, subscribe if you haven't. Uh, even if you don't watch the videos on YouTube because they are lower quality than the podcasts on Podcatchers. Also, you YouTube can still... statistics show that only a small percentage of people who watch my videos are actually subscribed. So if you would do me a favor, go down below the video and hit the subscribe button. It's free and you can always unsubscribe later. Enjoy the video. And my child is practicing for uh, <laughs> the eventual YouTube channel hosted by Shukapau. <laughs> but um, but seriously, you know, it, uh, even if you don't watch the actual podcast on YouTube, we do have other stuff. We have playlists for each episode. We have a few playlists we've made of, uh, of other things. I've started doing random BGM of the day on Twitter, and I am posting – all of those in their own playlist, and I also sort of front-load the playlist with stuff I want to play later on, so you can get a sneak peek of my VGM of the day by doing that. Shukapau has been posting intentional VGM of the day on our Discord channel, in addition to my random VGM of the day. So we're doing lots of cool stuff. In addition, Shukapau also composes on flat.io at Lloyd Irving for Smash. Which I will not change. <clears throat> nope. And... Yeah. I think that's it. Shukabao, am I forgetting anything? Uh, I mean, I've been composing a lot of Pokemon stuff on my on my uh, flat.io. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you have. Yeah, you have. So cool. arranging some Pokemon themes and making my own Pokemon battle themes. So everybody go, go check all that stuff out. And in the meantime, until we return with the messenger... Remember to play very good games, be very good people, and keep listening to 
very good music. Eagles, music, Eagles, Eagles, it's a, uh, so, yeah, basically she's just like, she farts a lot. <laughs> Final Fantasy was the composer on Nobuo Uematsu 139. <laughs> yeah. Nailed it. He was actually kind of a, uh, a mentor to Uematsu. <laughs> he was actually kind of a mentor to Mitsuda. Is, is, that, is that meme with Obama putting a medal on Obama? <laughs> Uematsu, Uematsu. <laughs> yeah. Uh, First up we have Red Wings, or Cecile's theme. I said that right, right? Yeah. Is it Cecile? I think it's Cecile. Is that her name? It's Cecile's guy. Oh, that's probably Cecil. Cecil. Okay. Um, yeah. But, yeah, that's Cecil's theme. Sounds weird pronouncing it like that. From Final Fantasy IV. Final Fantasy IV. And that was Aerith's theme from Pokemon... <laughs> what? That was Aerith's theme from Final Fantasy VII. Spoiler alerts. <clears throat> Do, 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 do